This week's podcast is brought to you by FreshBooks. I've been using FreshBooks for years. We send hundreds of invoices a year using FreshBooks. It is incredibly easy to use, whether you are a large business, a mid-sized business, or a freelancer, FreshBooks allows you to send out custom invoices and get paid faster. I have a secret. We were using a very popular uh, accounting system that a lot of people use that's a giant pain in the neck to use, and I couldn't do it any longer, so I searched out all over the internets to find a place where I could do my bookkeeping online and I came up with FreshBooks and I'm pretty excited about them. Uh, They are not expensive at all. They are perfect for freelancers. They are perfect for the self-employed and they're perfect for my business too. And for the next 30 days, you can have unrestricted free trial to FreshBooks by going to freshbooks.com slash MDP and enter million dollar plan. You guys know I don't endorse a lot of products. I only like to endorse things that I use and I've used them for years. So check it out, freshbooks.com slash MDP and enter million dollar plan and see why I'm always so happy. A podcast? Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in theory. An anomaly, properties undiscernible. This week on The Million Dollar Plan, we've got a recent college graduate who starts her job next week. And, and so I get a chance to help her make great decisions before she gets her very first paycheck. She's 20 three years old and she joins me now and her name is Katie. Katie, hello. Hey, how are you doing? So you're, you're you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm going to be honest. I was thinking if some recent graduate would just give me their financial life to shape for like 30 minutes before they made any decisions, I bet I could set them up for life. And you know what? Boom. I look on my calendar and you and I are spending <laughs> time together today. Well, I'm very fortunate to have your help today. So what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of work are you? You're starting a job on Monday. What sort of job uh, are, are you doing? What do you I do? am. So I will be a process engineer in a paper mill. Um, so jobs you've probably never thought about are working in the pulp and paper industry. But that's what I'm doing. Do, do, you, do you make like all sorts of like pulp fiction jokes? I mean, is that all part of the industry, I assume? <laughs> no pulp fiction jokes, but everyone I meet asks if, um, I work for Dunder Mifflin. Yes. I'm familiar with the office. Yes. Not that kind of paper company. Let me set you up with a good Pulp Fiction joke uh, okay. to, for your first day. Uh, so you're in there, and someone asks you a question, and just make up a fact. Just like, well, you know, with, with most paper pulp, it, it, it comes from um, the Antarctic. And they're like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's Pulp Fiction. Right, and then uh-huh, there you go, uh-huh. and then no one will talk to you. So, um, okay, so I've never heard of this sort of job. Um, what kind of money does someone make uh, as a that job? Well, as most children don't grow up and want to be paper science engineers, um, the average starting salary for my degree is sixty-eight thousand dollars a year. Wait, so, wait, I thought so- paper was like a thing of the past. I thought we all write on iPads and things. Well, until there's an iWipe app, uh, the yeah. toilet tissue 
Amazon boxes, you know. Did you say all I, that online shopping and did you say wiping I, that we're doing? You said I wipe, didn't you? I did. That I, was amazing. Is that like a joke within oh, the paper industry? Oh, absolutely. That's okay. like the line that we tell all the parents that are like, my kid's not going to graduate with a job because paper's dying. And we always throw out the I wipe line. I like that IY plan. All right, so how much are you going to make? Average is 68. Are you bringing the average yeah. up or are you taking it down? I'll be bringing it up to 72. $72,000 in your first job out of college. Um, and so do you th- we, some estimates we're going to give here. We think your take-home pays about $4,000, right? All right. So, do you have any major bills going on? Do you have like uh, student loans or credit card debt? Do you owe like a bookie or like do you owe money to anybody? <laughs> Fortunately, I'm super blessed. I've got no student debt, no credit card debt, no car loan. Um, my one major expense is I've got a really rambunctious dog, and we'll be paying a couple hundred, about two hundred fifty dollars a month for him to go to daycare while I'm working long days, so that he can be a Nice, tired dog when I get back after a long day. Uh, first, a, a couple points of order here. First of all, we, 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 when you say, uh, I'm highly blessed, you have to say, uh, hashtag blessed, hashtag highly favored. Uh, hashtag blessed, hashtag thanks highly, mom and dad. Yeah, 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 right, right. Uh, and then second of all, 250 bucks a month for daycare for your dog. Um, tell, what's your dog's name? This is important. His name is Moose. Moose and and uh, something tells me it's his name's Moose in an ironic way because it's like a Chihuahua or it's actually a giant <laughs> beast. Which one is it? He is a fifty-pound brown standard poodle, so he is kind of moose-like. God, I grew up with poodles. People say they're smart dogs. Here's the thing: they can't read. Now you don't have many <laughs> expenses. What, what what are your living expenses? Like what you're you're renting, right? And you share rent. Yeah. So you're t- I do. So what are you gonna pay in rent? I'll be paying about $650 a month in rent. Okay. Um, you know, try to keep it under my 25% of take home. Um, I'm, I am in the Northeast, so utilities are a little high with paying for heat come winter time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've got, don't have any details on insurance plans yet from work because work starts on Monday and haven't gotten that information, though I know I will have an employee, employer-sponsored plan. Um, so I'd say pretty normal living expenses. So of course you live in the Pacific Northwest. Or you say Northeast or oh, you say I'm Northwest? Sorry. What, where are you in? Northeast. You're in the Northeast. I made up Northwest, yeah. which would also <laughs> make sense. I might have misspoken. No, you, I misheard. Um, so here's the thing. You've got a ridiculous amount of discretionary income to do whatever you want with. And I think if we set you off on the right foot, uh, it's going to make a difference. You estimated right off the bat, that you're going to be putting about $360 a month in your 401k, which includes the match, right? Right. I just knew, I knew no matter what, I'd be hitting the match. And then anything beyond that, whether that's Roth IRA, adding more to the 401k, wanted to talk through where the rest of that money should go. So right. minimum. Yeah. So this is perfect. Let's go ahead and take a look at your million dollar day here. Based on $1,700 in your Roth IRA and based on putting $360 a month, that's it, right now away, uh, your million-dollar day is May 14th, 2054. Okay, so uh, May 14th, uh, 2054, which means in retirement, you would have a total of $1.8 million uh, at your current pace. And, and, and before I go much further, let me just illustrate a very simple point here. We talk on this show called Million Dollar Plan about what it takes to be a millionaire. 
I'm going to be very honest with you for a second, putting $360 a month away for retirement when you make $72,000 a year, not a lot of money. You're not putting right. away a lot of money, but you're going to have nearly $2 million by the time you retire, which shows the, the impact of, of starting early, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your net monthly retirement income that's after tax would be 4,200 a month, which would feel like $1,400 a month in today's dollars. So what I would like to do is I want to see by plugging in some different numbers, uh, maybe say, what if you put $250 more than 360? You know, what, what if you put $300 more? What's the impact and how does that move your million dollar day up? Can we do that? Absolutely. All right. So 360, again, uh, your date is May 14th, 2054. If you added another 250 a month or $3,000 a year, that it changes your time frame by six years. It moves, wow. it moves you from 2054 to 2048, and then at retirement, instead of 1.8 million, you have $3 million. Sounds pretty nice, but can we do more? <laughs> uh, can we do, it's like a game show. Uh, right. What was your favorite, you're young, uh, I'm not. What was your favorite game show? Uh, did you watch game shows? Was this a thing for you? What do you watch? Um, only game shows I can really think of is like hanging out in the kitchen waiting for dinner to be cooked. Sure. That was like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. But I know that's also from your generation too. Yeah, and so the the real good game shows. I mean, you got you oh. know, Price is Right. You've got Press Your Luck, which was way before your time. Even Double Dare. You didn't want Double Dare had to have been before your time too on Nickelodeon. Yeah, way before. My time. Not oh. way before, but before. Nicole, come here for a second. Nicole, you're twenty three, <laughs> twenty four, right? Yes. Do you remember any of these things? Not, not really. So I was gonna say I've watched. Well, I've seen Prices Right live. Oh. I've seen it taped. That was an opportunity that I had a couple times, and I don't know. I'm really big on Wheel of Fortune, though. No. Oh, fun fact. Thank you, Nicole. You're fun, welcome. fun fact, Katie. Did you know that the uh, the the maestro of my music on our soundtrack here, Mr. Kinetic, my good friend, Mr. Kinetic, his dad won a blue GMC Sonoma on The Price is Right. Now that is a fun fact. It blew your mind, didn't it? Are you there, Katie? Oh, me? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. oh, sorry. I was like, wow. I, you were I thought you were talking. <laughs> no, okay. I, I know that that was so shocking. You could, you were speechless. That's what you were speechless. Um, I just really wish that I was that guy's dad. Yeah, I know. Okay, so let's go from 250. Do you think, okay, let's be realistic. You've sort of set aside mentally 360 a month. Do you think you could set aside how much more? How, when you want to press the limits here? You want to see what 500 additional a month does? Well, I, if I remember correctly, maxing out a Roth IRA is like an additional 450-ish dollars a month. Okay. Is that right? Sure. So I was, I was setting kind of minimum for myself, at least starting off the 360 a month to the 401k and then maxing out the Roth IRA and then kind of reevaluating. Do I have more to put in retirement? All right, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, so it's 458 is a month is what you can put into your Roth IRA, not to mansplain the right amount to you, but I just did. Uh, thanks for the correction. You're welcome. And that would move you up 9.29 years to January 30th, 2045 and at retirement, you would have a $4 million. Okay. I'd be like 51. Yeah. And I... Right? I, I like that. So can, like, how, how 
confident are you that you can commit to maxing out the Roth right away? Wait, wait, wait. We'll complete that thought right after these words. So you're racing against the clock to wrap up three projects, prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon, all while trying to tackle a mountain of paperwork. Welcome to my life and welcome to the life of business owners and freelancers all across this globe. Challenging? Yep. But our friends at FreshBooks believe the rewards are so worth it. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. And believe me when I tell you, it's beautiful. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. And I work. And anyone works. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. (laughs) The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. Create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. For those doing the math, it's a half a minute. Set up online payments with just a couple of clicks and get paid up to four days earlier and see when your client has seen your invoice and put an end to the guessing game. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. That's you. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com MDP and enter million dollar plan in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com MDP and enter million dollar plan. Go get the free stuff right now. Based on the amount of discretionary income that I have, I'm super confident that I can max it out. Okay. Maybe not this year because we're in the second half of the year that I'll start, but definitely for the first full year of work. Okay. So uh, let's talk about other financial priorities. If you ever want to buy a house or when you need to buy a car or other goal, like what else do you want to do? Well, buying a house was one thing I wanted to talk about. So to start off, I'm not interested in buying a car anytime soon. I've got a 2015 Subaru Forester that's perfect for the snow that I'm about to get up here. Wait a second. Um, oh, you're in the paper business and you have a Forester? Yes. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Anybody? I mean, like, come on. This is the greatest moment yeah, of my life. Perfect. Like, I'm going to be honest. My children being born, maybe the day I got married, and this moment are the finest moments oh, of God. my life that someone in the paper business drives a Forester? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, does it have perfect. wood paneling? It? it does not, no. Oh, damn. That sucks. Um, okay. Okay. So anyway, you don't need it because you, you have a Forester. You don't need a car. But housing, uh, how long are you going to be uh, where you are now? Uh, if I look at other people in the industry as the best example, I'll probably be moving every two to three years for the first couple years of my career. Um, our company's headquarters is in a super low cost of living area. So all my friends that start off working there will almost immediately buy a house after graduation. But I know that that's not something that I necessarily want to commit to. So I did want to hear your thoughts 
on buying a home before you know that you're there to stay. No, it's like getting married before you know you like the person you like. You know, like <laughs> I, it's like you go on a few dates and you're like, I'm not sure. Let's get hitched. Like no, yes. yeah, I mean, no way. So your okay. your life is about to. Well, it's probably great now, but come next week uh, when you're going to find out that money does grow on trees. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. um, you you're going to have an amazing life. You're going to have so much cash flow. Do you like to travel? Like, what do you like to do? Like, what do you like to do when you don't uh, pulp it up? Well, I just finished a very, you know, tough college career. So I'm trying to kind of discover those hobbies. I did go to China for two weeks after graduation. Of course. So I've been bit by the travel bug a little bit. And I'd love to uh, keep doing that. But I'm kind of typical, like, you know, maybe have a small garden. I just joined the library today. Like, I'm very much a homebody who's probably not going to spend, you know, I'm not going to go to Vegas. Every right. couple months, like some of my friends do, or anything like that. Did you say you joined the library? Does one have to join the library? You, well, you need to go and get a library card to use the library. Is that joining? Because now, now I feel like I you're guess. part of a gang. Like, here's the question, Katie. If the library got in a fight with, like, the fire department, are you willing to take sides with the library because you're part of them now? Based on the fact that the library is full of flammable material, I might be team firefighters. Yeah. And that one. Here's the thing. You probably but, know, you have to know about fire <laughs> with paper, right? Is that part of the science of paperage? Not, I mean, it's something you learn on the job about fire prevention in the mill. There's a lot of dust, obviously a lot of flammable materials, but right. we don't have class on like, how does paper burn 101. Do, do you, do you work at a mill that primarily just provides CVS with their giant receipts? Is that what you do for a living? <laughs> No, we actually make 100% recycled products. Um, Pringles cans are one of ours, for example. Whoa, Pringles cans? You know, I do have a Pringles can in the studio. You, do you ever watch Pizza Planet at TV, or do you only listen? I have, and I've seen the Pringles cans oh my God. that your grandparents Gr- my grandpa. kept their savings in. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let, oh my gosh, you make Pringles cans? <laughs> the, 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 I don't know if we made that Pringles can back in the day, but... I mean, is this not the best episode of the show ever? Holy cow. Best ever. Um, okay, so if, if, if you like to travel, let me give you a little, let me give you a secret here. Uh, if you like to travel, don't spend a lot on housing. Uh, you only need one roof over your head at a time. So if you spend less mm-hmm. on housing where you live, and then you can have a roof over your head all over the world by traveling when you want to travel, I would do that now instead of, of getting a house in which you may be forced to sell if you move in the next few years. And by the way, and not that I'm a... a a prognosticator here, the housing market is going to be in the crapper in like two or three years. So don't jump in if you think you're going to have to move. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah that's interesting. Uh, now you can save for a down payment. How much do you even savings? Like boring savings. Can we talk about that? Um. Well, I'm kind of in the. I had a couple weeks ago about four thousand dollars in an emergency fund. Yeah. And one to two working and, you know, my checking debit, yeah. like my working fund. Um, but buying another bed, retitling and registering the car, kind of those moving expenses has had me unfortunately dip into the emergency fund a little. But I'm about to get a signing bonus. What? So I will make sure to, rep- yeah. Did oh, you have yeah. to sign it on paper? <laughs> 
I'm not sure. Signing bonus? Like, what's your signing bonus? What are you like a like a wide receiver? Like, how how do you, what kind of signing <laughs> bonus are we talking here? Seven thousand pre-tax. Okay, but so. that's part. Is that part of the seventy-two, or is that on top of the seventy-two? No, that's additional. I'm speechless. I want to work in the paper industry. What do you, what could I do? Is there, you kind of know my skills. You listen to the show. What could I do in the paper industry? Anything? Do they have any jobs for me? I mean, you're pretty analytical. I could, and it's uh, funny. I could see you doing well as an engineer and uh, our ranks. It, so engineering's not my thing. You know, people think I'm a detail oriented and they're like, oh, he must be good at accounting. No, I suck at accounting. I suck at engineering things. Although uh, I did just put a fan in our studio here between shoots uh, in an engineering sort of feat. And by engineering, I just turned it on so it's cooler. Does that count? I think that counts. I mean, I'm not someone that works on my car, but I think our engineering is more critical thinking and problem solving. Oh, that, that I can do. Uh, what else going on financially? I mean, I love your, I love your life. I want to be you. Well, you t- I had a couple questions. I mean, I'm, I'm used to living on a college budget, yeah. so I'd like to, you know, kind of keep doing that and shuffle away as much money as I can now before I really have things to spend it on. Um, but I read an interesting article about using HSA contributions mm-hmm. as like a retirement vehicle. Yes. Because, you know, young, healthy person probably am not, knock on wood, not going to be, knock on wood, haha. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> not going to be pulling from the HSA. Yeah. Um, and someone said you can kind of use it similarly to a Roth. Um, I didn't know if you had heard of people doing that or had any thoughts on that idea. I mean, I'm doing that. So what we aggressively okay. fund our HSA uh, so that we can fund our expenses later. Here's the thing, though. Um, until you reach, I think, 65 or 66, you can't use, I should know that number. You can't use the money for non-medical purposes. So it can grow mm-hmm. and it can do things, but it will always be set aside for your healthcare, which is which is smart. Um, yeah, I, I, by, by all means, do that. Now you're going to get better growth out of a 401k than you probably would an HSA. So what okay. you're going to have to decide over the next few years, you're clearly going to hit the match. You're going to max out your Roth, which is totally fine. Um, and then you're going to decide, well, I have extra money. Am I going to then cr- crank up my 401k? You probably should get a nice base level going in your HSA, at least to hit the deductible, right? I, I would like to see you mm-hmm. get three to $5,000 in your HSA in the next 18 months or so. Okay. Because that way, if a medical issue comes around, are, are you going to, you're going to be on your own insurance, right? You're not going to be on your parents? Yes. All on my own. I love this. I mean, did you pay your own cell phone bill? I haven't transferred that yet over because my company will help pay for my cell phone, but that is in the works. And how about uh, your car insurance? Is that on your own yet? I am paying for my own car insurance. Man, you are like the perfect millennial. This is unbelievable. Well, my mom is a CPA, so uh, she's very into all this. <laughs> tell me about your parents' financial life when you were growing up. Like, Did they make good decisions? I assume, given your mom's a CPA, they did. Yeah, they are kind of the best. Um yeah. You know, my dad's a corporate executive kind of guy. Sure. And Dave's mom was, a, well, she is a CPA, but hasn't worked in tax for a while. But um, they always made sure to include the kids on, you know, here's why we can afford to go on this vacation. But here's, you know, oh, we, we're not going to buy you an iPhone when you're 12. And yeah. here's why. 
So, um, do you have so siblings then? Just great. Siblings? Pardon? You have siblings? Yeah, little sister. Okay. Do you think she'll pick up the same financial sensibility that you have? She uh, really likes to spend, yeah. and I'm a lot more of a saver, but we'll I think with the right coaching from my parents, she'll be fine. She's not the type to go listen to Pizza Planner and yeah. kind of learn on her own. Well, she's a young teen. She probably shouldn't be listening to my show. No, no offense, young teens. <laughs> I just don't have anything for you. Um, there's no, okay. So my wife uh, was a high school English teacher for a very long time, cross country and track coach. And anytime she'd wrote me in or back in the day to like go speak to high school kids about money, like she'd always hook me up with the econ teacher and I'd have to go do that. I never feel less cool than being in front of high school students. Now I, I feel uncool most of the time. But standing in front of uh, teenage kids, that that like any pop culture reference I make is like, have you guys heard of Perry Cuomo? Like it's like, like ninety years old. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so important question: Do you have to wear boots at your job since there's like wood and stuff? I around? do. Skilled boots, oh hard hat, all that. You're a badass. Um, what other questions do you have? I, I'm enamored. I'm enamored. All right. So, uh, next question. I know that your favorite topic ever is life insurance. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, one of your favorites. Sure. And I didn't know, you know, as a young unmarried person, I kind of went into my bank and filled out a little profile to see how much life insurance they thought I would need. Oh yes, I'm excited very little for this. Because I have no dependents. Yeah. What they say. Um, they said just enough to cover a funeral right now. I agree. They with literally that. were like. Okay, so is it, honestly, with no dependents and really, you know, is it worth starting a policy now just while I am young and healthy, or should I just kind of wait until I have a reason to have life insurance? Okay, so great question. So there's a couple things to think about. Number one, there's the idea of insurability. You are, to uh, by your own words, young and healthy right now, which means to buy life insurance would be dirt cheap. I'm talking, you could probably get a... <laughs> I'm going to sound like a convert. You could get a quarter million dollar policy, <laughs> preferred non-smoking 23-year-old female for just $12 a month. I bet you, no joke, you could get a quarter million for 12 bucks a month. And so you think about it, they're like, wow, that's a great deal. But then it goes back to, well, hell, you don't really need it. Um, mm -hmm. And then at what point, what's the crossover point of needing it? If you... Uh, you know, if you get married or even if you don't get married and, and you and your significant other are financially dependent on each other or if children get involved, mm -hmm. then you need it. But I mean, not to turn this into the family planning show, but if there's no plans in the future for growing the family, then it's hard to justify buying term insurance on a mm -hmm. term period at $12 a month, no matter how cheap it is. Right. You've got these great benefits through work. They have to give you, what, two times your salary in life insurance for free? I, this is funny. So as an intern, I went in and I found an old benefits package. Yeah. So I have a little bit of um, stuff, but I haven't gotten my updated one or haven't seen it. So I don't know what I'll have through work, but whatever you consider a standard, you know, if they're paying me $72,000 a year, it's probably have some sort of minimum. Yeah. You're going to have 72 minimum and probably 144. Like, I, I bet you have oh. two times. This is an interesting question. You know, I do work in an industry where I wear a hard hat and safety boots. Sure. And unfortunately, safety issues can happen. I know a couple people who pay for, like, an optional disability insurance if I was ever to be injured at work. 
Um, the likelihood is so, so low, but I know that's the thing with insurances. Well, I mean, frankly, the fact that you you said it right, you're wearing safety glasses, you're wearing steel-toed boots, you're wearing a hard hat. I almost called it a helmet. It shows how manly. Uh, I call it a helmet sometimes. Yeah, it's like, hey, <laughs> anyway. Uh, absolutely, you should buy the supplemental. To, right now, disability insurance is 100 times more important to you, Katie, than life insurance is. So okay. I would absolutely buy supplemental life insurance, and I would just let the base life insurance be enough for now. Now, here's the, here's the big if. If you happen to have a lot of heart disease or cancer or major uh, conditions in your family that you, that you're like, oh, I'm probably going to get that, uh, mm-hmm. you might want to consider getting uh, permanent life insurance now to guarantee insurability. But if that's not an issue, then I wouldn't sweat it. Okay, I'll have to get more details on the family medical history from my mom. I think a lot of it is lifestyle related, from sure. what I know. So. Yeah. Hopefully, if I, you know, eat healthy and exercise, this, it'll be yeah. kind of avoidable. What else? This is fantastic. I'm so excited. I, I just makes me want to use paper. I'm going to be honest. Well, you should just tell your kids that they should consider a career in the paper industry, and they'll be all set. If my daughter worked with you someday, just she would be your loudest coworker. Oh, she, 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 I love her. She's just she's me. Unfortunately for her, which means that she's got a lot of words and uses them all the time. Um, all right. Well, I give you a, I give you a 10 out of 10. Look, I don't see a lot of 23 year olds that are doing what you're doing and you have the chance to $72,000 is a lot of money. Let's be honest. But even if you made $72,000 every year for the rest of your life, you're going to have $4 million at retirement. Your income's going to go up. Like I got to assume you'll be into the six figures by the time you're 30, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're great. Just Wear a hard hat. Wear your helmet every day. <laughs> I'll wear my helmet. I love that you have a Forester. I mean, I mean, seriously, like seriously, that's the greatest thing ever. Oh my gosh! Okay. And her name is Millie, like a paper mill. Millie the Forester. Yeah. Millie the Forester. Oh my gosh, this is so great. I can't even. I got to end there. All right, Katie, please give us updates. I would love updates when you get your benefits package. Like, just email us, Nicole, and I'll get it to me, and we'll figure out what's going on. Uh, Thanks for sharing your story with us. And I can't wait for you to be a millionaire in, oh, 2045. I'll be dead. But thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been a great uh, a great time with you today. All right. Thanks so much, Pete. All right. Uh, so that's it for this week's Million Dollar Plan. Of course, I'm uh, your illustrious host, Pete the Planner. Going to have to Google illustrious to see if I used it correctly. Probably did not. If you want to be on the show, be on the show, PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Uh, I love it. A forester. For someone in the paper industry. Like, really? Really? That's it. Goodbye. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money life, then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh. 
salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings Take from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, trying can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home. Filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol. Stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed. Glide with ease, creating a breeze. They call a black hole. Event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn. In beats I burn. This I adjourn. beats I burn. Salutations, I bring you love, trying greetings from a far away land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try, can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?